We are on Yavamos Dalet Amabez 4B1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara now returns to our original discussion of of the source for the concept that if you have a positive mitzvah and the way to fulfill the positive mitzvah is by violating a negative commandment, so then we say that we should fulfill the positive commandment even though it is in violation of a negative commandment. And the first proof that the Gemara brought for this idea comes from the idea of smuchen. It comes from a, a, an expounding two verses that are juxtaposed to each other. One is by Shatnes, the other one is by Tzitzis, to tell us that you're allowed to put on Tzitzis even though uh, there is Shatnes in the Tzitzis. There's a violation of Shatnes of having wool and linen together in the garment. And even though you have wool and, lin- and linen together in the garment of Tzitzis, you are allowed to uh, you're allowed to put on the tzitzis, you're performing that positive mitzvah, putting on the tzitzis, even though you are wearing shatnas. So the Gemara now continues, and they're asking if that's the source, and it's based on the concept of smuchim, that the two verses are next to each other. So then we just mentioned in the Gemara how we only apply this concept if either it's clear that uh, really... Tzitzis was supposed to be in some other section in the Torah, and so therefore it's clear that we're going to apply this principle of smuchim, of the two verses being next to each other and expounding upon them. If it's clear that uh, it was out of place and it was specifically put here in order to expound upon it, or alternatively, there's something extra. If there's something extra, so then there's another reason to uh, to use the, the the juxtaposed verse to expound upon it. And that's what the Gemara is going to do uh, right now, how do we know that we're allowed to expound upon these two verses that are next to each other? The Gabe Tzitzis Nami, also, also with regards to Tzitzis, we do find it. We find it that there's there's a reason why it was placed here. I mean, it's out of it's, it's not in its proper place, and therefore we can apply the we can expound upon these two verses and connect these two verses. Or we will also see that there's something extra in the verse. And since there's something extra in the verse, we could also expound from one, from one. we could learn something from the fact that these two verses are next to each other. And so it's going to go through this. So they're going to prove it, how it's something which was extra and also something which was, it was, it's clear, it's evident that these verses were specifically put next to each other. So let's see. First of all, it's clear that they were, that they were, uh, intentionally put next to each other, intentionally placed here. Why? Tzitzis is mentioned here in the, in the fifth book of Devarim, right after Shatniz. However, it should not have been placed here. This law of Tzitzis should not have been placed here. There's a whole other place in the Torah, in Parshish Shlach, where we discuss the mitzvah of Tzitzis, which is actually the third paragraph of Shema. Uh, we mentioned the mitzvah of tzitzis. That's where we mention it. It's in the book of Bamidbar. It's not in. It's not in the fifth book. It's in the fourth book, and so it should have been placed over there. The fact that there is a whole section about tzitzis and this verse is not mentioned there, it's coming to tell us that the reason why it's mentioned where it is here in the fifth book is because we're allowed to. It's to teach us that we should expound upon the previous verse of Shana. to teach us the principle of essay dochalosa say that a positive commandment would override, if necessary, would override 
the the violation of a negative commandment. Okay, that's the muhach part. That's how we know that in terms of the order, why it was pl- the fact that it was not placed in its regular uh, in its proper place tells us that we're allowed to use the principle of smuchim the, to to expound upon the two verses. The Gemara now, which we'll, we'll do for the remainder of the recording, is going to also prove that there is something extra in the verse. It's really going to come not so much from Tzitzis, but it's going to really come from Shatnes, from the first verse of Shatnes, that there's something extra within the verse of Shatnes, and because there's something extra, that means that it's a hint to us, it's teaching us that you could connect the two verses, Shatnes and Tzitzis. The Gemara is going to first give one suggestion, what is extra in the verse. They're going to give one suggestion. They're then going to reject that, and then they're going to provide a second rejection, uh, a second suggestion. So we'll see that in the Gemara, but they're going to give one suggestion, reject that suggestion, and then give a final suggestion. So, something is extra here. So what's extra? Let's see. The verse says by Shatniz, by, the verse says by Shatniz, not by us, not in the fifth book of Devarim, but it says it really in the book of Vayikra. It says, that you should not Put, put on yourself a garment of shatness. You shouldn't put on, on yourself a garment of shatness. So why do we have to have our verse here? In the book of, in the book of Dvarim. It's unnecessary. We already had the law of shatness mentioned previously. So why do you have to mention it here in the fifth book? So this is the first suggestion it seems to be. It's extra. It's extra to teach us that we can connect it to the next verse, the verse of Tzitzis, to tell you the principle of how a positive commandment if it's necessary to violate a negative commandment when you're performing the positive commandment, then you're allowed to perform the positive commandment, the mitzvah of tzitzis. So the Gemara questions this and says, what are you talking about? You definitely need this phrase of lo silba shatnes, that you're in our book of Dvarim, in the book of Dvarim, when it's repeated the second time, it was necessary to repeat it to teach us additional laws. What's it coming to teach us? The Gemara says, honey mitzvah trichi, it was necessary for it to teach it to us. We need both verses. Why? If I only had the verse that was found in Vayikra, in the, in the book of Vayikra, so then I would have said that any form, any derech any form of placing it on my body, on me, would be a prohibition, even if I don't get any benefit from it. I get absolutely no benefit from it, meaning I don't get any benefit, the normal benefit of wearing a garment. So, For example, let's say I'm selling garments, and the way I sell it, I'm, I'm a peddler. I, walk, I go around selling garments. I don't have a shop, but I travel from place to place to sell garments. And so the easiest way for me to do it is just to schlep it, to schlep it on my back, to wear it. So I don't actually get the normal benefit of a garment, of providing warmth or acting as really regular clothing, it's really, it's just there for me to carry it on my back. And that's why I'm putting it on. So you might have thought that there's a prohibition there. Because any the, the verse in the book of Ayakra, it doesn't say to wear it, it just says to put it on you. And you're putting it on your back. So the Torah then tells us, it tells us our verse here in the book of Dvarim, the fifth book, it's about wearing it. That you have to get, it's about wearing it. It's about that either you have to get some sort of benefit from it, it provides warmth, or at least your intention is to benefit from it. That's what Rashi says. It has to be the fact that your intention is 
to benefit from it. And since your intention is not to benefit from it, it's really just a form of wearing it just to sell it. So therefore, there is no prohibition. It's important. There is no prohibition to wear shanis if you're not intending to get benefit from it or if you are actually not getting benefit from it. That that itself is a discussion. Which one is it? Is it about not getting intention to benefit or not actually getting benefit from it? Uh, But either way, if you are wearing it just to uh, sell the clothing and it's really it's a it's a way for you to schlep it is by wearing it so then that would be permissible and that's why we need both verses so the more then also says oh so then why don't i just have our verse why don't we just have our verse which says do not wear it so the more says and we need both it goes in both directions because of rahman al-sobash if we only had our verse in the book of Zvarim that says you shouldn't wear it so then what do i i would have thought have amina dafka labisha dinafish haniyasa I would have thought that it's only in a, I only violate this prohibition if I wear it in a situation where it gives us gives me a lot of physical benefit. It's a real wearing for the purpose of providing warmth, and it's really it, it increases the amount of benefit that I get. But I would have thought that if I got less benefit from it, I got benefit from it. But I like I, I put it on as like a blanket, not as clothing, but as a as a blanket or to just drape it upon myself. That I would have thought that there's no prohibition. That's why I need the first verse. Lo You shouldn't place it on you to tell you that no, there is still a prohibition, even if it's not as like you're wearing it like a, an actual garment. But since you are still putting it on yourself like a blanket, so then there would still be a prohibition. So we really need both verses. One verse is there to tell you that even just placing it upon yourself there's a prohibition. The other verse is to tell you that even when you place it upon yourself, it still has to be for the purpose of getting some sort of benefit, some sort of warmth uh, from the blanket. So in the end of the day, the reason why we went through all this is to teach us that really, it's not extra. We first wanted to suggest that the verse of Los Silva Shanis, that you shouldn't wear Shanis, is extra because we already had the prohibition elsewhere in the book of Vayikra. The Gemara rejects this by saying that no, it's, uh, it's necessary because we need both verses to teach us that you have to, even you're violated, even if you just place it on your on your back, even if it's not actually wearing it, but it's like a blanket. And the other verse teaches you that you still have to get some amount of benefit. So we need both verses. So nothing's really extra. So we reject that first suggestion. So the Gemara then says, you know what? Fine. It's not coming from the first part of the verse, which says you shouldn't wear shanes. It's really coming from the extra part is the second part of the verse. The second part of the verse says, Semro Pishtam Yachlo. It tells us, what is shatnes? What can't? What type of clothing can't you wear? You can't wear clothing which has wool and linen together. That's what the verse says. You can't wear clothing that has wool and linen together. The Gemara is going to say, well, that's obvious. That's extra. We already knew that it's about wool and linen together. Just tell us the word shatnes, and then we would know that shatnes means it's a clothing with wool and linen together. So the Gemara says, Why do I need the, the second half of this verse to tell us that it's about wool and linen? We know that. How do we know that? What's the, how do we know that? The Gemara says, It says, again, going back to that, to that previous verse, which is found in the book of Vayikra, It says, you're not allowed to wear a beged. A beged is a garment of kalim. You're not allowed to put it on you. And we have a statement from Rabbi Yishmael. The Tanah Debe Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Yishmael says, Avkol Rabbi Shmuel says that in the book of Vayikra, when it mentions the laws of Shatnes, it doesn't mention Temer Pishim. It doesn't mention that it's about wool and linen explicitly. But what it does say, it says, it says a beged, a garment of kilayim. 
And Rabbi Shmuel is of the opinion, there are those that argue with Rabbi Shmuel, but Rabbi Shmuel himself is of the opinion that whenever the Torah uses the word beget, garment, what is that referring to? It's referring to wool and linen. And he proves this idea that we have elsewhere uh, in a totally different area of law that it tells us that the word beged, the word garment, means wool and linen. So anytime, according to Rabbi Shmuel, anytime the Torah uses the word beged, it's referring to wool and linen garments. So the Gemara is basically saying that when it mentioned in the verse in Vayikra, beged, clothing, it's referring to wool and linen. If that's the case, so then in our verse, in the fifth book of the Torah, in Devarim, when it says you shouldn't wear shanis, it's extra to tell us, it's not necessary for it to tell us that it's about wool and linen, that shotness is wool and linen. So it seems to be, that, that seems to be a pretty uh, good suggestion to tell us that something is extra here. And again, just to review the bigger picture, once something's extra here, so then the purpose is that we could then apply the principle of smuchin, that we could connect it to the next verse of tzitzis, something's extra, why is it extra? So that we could expound the, and, and connect the two verses together to tell us that that a positive mitzvah overrides the negative commandment to go wear tzitzis in the context of, if it's necessary, if it's uh, that that pair of tzitzis is also a violation of shanis. But the Gemara asks one question, and then it's going to answer that uh, one question. The Gemara is going to ask a question on that suggestion, and then it's going to answer. It's going to give an answer to that question. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? We still need the phrase semro pishtim, wool and linen in the verse. Why? Interesting what we call a habmi, interesting uh, question here that what, what one would have thought. It says, The Gemara says, No, I need the, the phrase wool and linen even by our verse here in the fifth book. Because if I only had the first verse, and only in the first verse which is discussing the prohibition of Ha'Allah, not of wearing the garment, but about placing it on you, coming to include even just placing a blanket on you. So I would have thought that only in that case, where I don't get that much benefit, it's not so much benefit like a regular clothing, but I get a little bit of benefit from it, only in that case we're going to limit it just to two, to those two materials, a mixture of wool and linen. Because that's where it's mentioned. Wool and linen is only mentioned over there. So I would have thought only over there in the context of just when you place it upon yourself, when it's like a blanket, it's not like a, a regular garment, it's not like regular clothing. So then only there is the prohibition limited to a mixture of only these two materials of wool and linen. But in the case of where you're wearing actual clothing, where you get a lot more benefit from it, so then maybe it's including any mixture of materials, not just wool and linen, but any mixture of materials would be a prohibition. The Gemara then, so that's the question. Maybe we need our verse to tell us. We need our verse to tell us, no, that don't think that. And that really, the reason why we have in our verse that it's only wool and linen is because it's coming to teach you that even in the prohibition of wearing the garment, not just of putting the blanket on you, but even of wearing the garment, it's still limited to just wool and linen. You might have thought not. The verse comes and tells you, wool and linen, even when it comes to wearing the clothing. And so therefore, it's not extra. That's what the Gemara's question is. It shouldn't be extra. It's there to tell you even with regards to when you wear the garment. So the Gemara rejects this and says, no. It says, no, because I would have connected the two verses anyways. Even, let's say, our verse did not say wool and linen. But what our verse does say, it uses the word shatnes. 
Our word, uh, our verse has the word shatnes. The word shatnes is also found it when it discusses the prohibition of shatnes in the book of Vayikra. And since it uses the same word, so then I would have used a different principle of expounding called exerishava. When you have two words that are the same word in different contexts, you could apply rules from one context to the other context. So since it uses the same word in both in both verses, so then I would have said just like in the book of Vayikra, the verse is only talking about wool and linen. So to by us, it's only talking about wool and linen. So it was unnecessary for the Torah to say specifically, even with regards to the prohibition of wearing the garment, that there is a prohibition of. It doesn't have to say explicitly that there's a that it's that it's about wool and linen specifically that's mixed together. I would have understood that anyways from this principle of Shava. So the Gemara concludes in the end of the day that there is something extra here in the verse. The fact that it says wool and linen, I would have understood that anyways based on what we explained. But wool and linen is the part that's extra. Since it's extra, we can now uh, connect the two verses of Shatnez and Tzitzis. Just, uh, we'll conclude with this, but just one or two points on the prohibition of wearing Shatnez that comes out of this Gemara. So one point is that, what's this, maybe, we'll see how many points we'll make. One point is that it seems to be, according to some of the commentators, that there are really two different prohibitions. It's not just that we're connecting these two verses together to, to, to apply different principles between these two verses, well, the one in Vayikra, the book of Vayikra, and one in the book of Dvarim. But rather, there's two separate prohibitions. One's, there, one's a prohibition of placing a garment, on a blanket on you, just placing something on you that provides you minimal amount of benefit. That itself is a prohibition. That's one type of a prohibition. And then there's a different prohibition of wearing actual clothing, which has a mixture of wool and linen. So whether it's one prohibition is to put a blanket on you, which has a mixture of wool and linen, and one prohibition is... Uh, to wear clothing which has wool and linen, and that might be viewed as two separate prohibitions, which also might have other ramifications which we don't have time to get into. A second point is a halachic, uh, a halachic question. When we buy, this is very common in suits, uh, to check suits for shatnas because it's, uh, it happens sometimes that suits have wool and linen mixed together. So you get a check for shatnas, but before you get a check for shatnas, unless it's a custom-made suit, you're trying it on before it's even checked. So if you're trying it on, how are you allowed to try it on? What makes it permissible for you to try it on if you're trying it on so then you're wearing it and there, and then it's a, a prohibition of wearing shyness. So the, there are some who are stringent, but I would say the vast majority are more lenient, whether it's because there's a lot of different factors that are brought into this, but it could be that when you're wearing it, just to try on, first of all, it's similar to the case of Mohrik Sus, of a person who's traveling and just wearing it just because he has to schlep it around. It's not really because he wants to get benefit from it. But over, but over here, and here too, you're not really getting benefit from it. By wearing it, you're just trying it on to measure to see if it fits. So it's not actually the benefit of wearing the garment. Now you could also say that it's really it's unclear whether there's even shotness here. You're going to check it for shotness to see if there's wool and linen together. But it's a suffix. It's doubtful whether there is shotness in this case. So maybe... It's also allowed because of that. They add different factors, and the majority of the halakhic authorities of the postkim say that it is that it definitely is allowed. Okay, we will conclude here with that topic of kilaim, and we're going to continue on with the gemara in the next recording.